0: This is Hans Gruber.
1: And I'm Bruce Willis. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and this is Hawkeyes. I, I don't have it at all.
1: No, you don't. I don't really. have
0: it at all. He has such a unique cadence. Mm-hmm. It's very good, it's fantastic. Alan Rickman in The Die Hard.
1: Yeah, it's just that he's doing an accent, but he still has Alan Rickman voice. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So it's it's very hard to achieve. Turn I think.
0: To page three hundred.
1: <laughs>
0: some force gripped the boundaries of space and time. That's not
1: Alan Rickman. The Shreds.
0: Yes, that's uh. That's some name? Scottish Craig man. Craig Ferguson.
1: Is that Craig Ferguson? Oh, is it Craig Ferguson doing Primeval? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> There's two types of Scots. Uh huh. There's Craig Ferguson and there's Sean Connery uh, As we learned from that show yesterday
1: Yeah, was that The Hustler?
0: When d- Yes, when does Sean Connery Like to play sports?
1: Tennis Tennis
0: Horrible yep. Horrible But we're not here to talk about Sean <laughs> Connery
1: No, I'm Harper
0: <laughs> I'm Jonathan
1: And this is Hawkeyes
2: You want a little cliff that makes everybody laugh and feel good. You know what I mean? Instead, it's like, ooh. But I'm really not
3: funny. No, no, no. We should have
2: a podcast. What? (laughs) Okay.
0: i feel it
1: i feel it
0: yeah do you feel it
1: um no i'm gonna tell you i did zero preparation for today's podcast recording Mm -hmm. except for watching the movie that we're gonna talk about
0: that's good that's uh, that's not zero that's two and a half hours of preparation right there
1: (laughs) yeah it sure is um No, but what I mean by that is I found myself, not to get too far ahead But I found myself pretty confused By this movie hmm. And I thought to myself After we watched it I'm going to google this So that um, I can know what happened here And, did not. and I didn't um, Did you? Did I what? Google it?
0: Uh, I looked it up, but I didn't read the plot summary
1: Because mm,
0: okay. I understood every sing- single thing that happened
1: Oh good, well then I'm going to let you let you take the reins on this episode, <laughs> and you can explain to me what happened.
0: <laughs> oh no, no, I do not understand everything that happened.
1: Um, well, we should
0: we should. See what movie are we talking about today?
1: We're talking about Cutthroat City.
0: Yes, directed by none other than the RZA.
1: RIZA, yes.
0: Of the Wu Tang Clan fame, yes. And
1: uh, you know, can you talk into the mic, please?
0: I'm just going to uh, <laughs> you know go out on a limb. You know what? I'm just going to go on a limb and say uh, the Wu-Tang Clan mm-hmm. ain't nothing to fuck with. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. I'm just
0: I'm just putting it out there. Yeah. I, I don't know if people don't know that.
1: That's a good point.
0: Or uh, if they don't realize uh, the Wu-Tang Clan uh, ain't nothing to fuck with.
1: Okay, Barack. Thank you.
0: Uh, sometimes when I feel uh, like my other impressions aren't so good i go back to some old favorites
3: mm-hmm.
0: like to spin some summer tunes and my go-to is uh barack
3: hmm
0: that's why you gotta go out and vote uh, vote for joe vote for
1: joe well we did and here we, we did, are. and
0: here he is
1: uh we're so almost, close. Almost. Almost. So almost. Close. We can't I feel like we can't say anything we can't definitive say anything. until at twelve oh one on January twentieth.
0: Until his hand comes off that Amtrak menu <laughs> and he is sworn <laughs> in as the precedent. Yep. <laughs> what is he gonna swear on? The Bible. The Catholic yeah. Bible, presumably. Yes,
1: a a, cla- a classic uh, Catholic Bible. Mm hmm. I'm sure, well, I'm sure he has a family Bible.
0: Yes, I'm sure he does. Oh, it's gigantic. Does, I've saw, is, I th- is there a gigantic Biden? He has Biden? a gigantic, there's a giant Biden Bible. All right, there you go. That's, That's it. That's what he's going to swear on. Yeah. Because yeah. I watched his interview with Stephen Colbert, and he was talking about mm. when he got sworn in
3: mm-hmm.
0: as vice president, you know, he's he saying he had a giant family Bible.
1: hmm
0: What are you up to over there?
1: I'm pulling up reviews of this movie, so I could maybe have uh, something okay. to say later.
0: Okay. Because you have anything to say now?
1: <laughs> no. Okay. Let's talk about it. So we watched Cutthroat City. Yes. Directed, directed by, by Rizzo. Yeah. Um, and it had a lot of stuff going on. Yes. So it takes place in like a post-Katrina New Orleans. Yes. And they live in the Lower Ninth Ward, which um, was horribly flooded and damaged um, because, you know, uh, they were trying to kill black people. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's why the levees broke. And I would highly recommend watching the, you know, six-hour Spike Lee documentary Mm -hmm. um, when the levees broke. I never saw it. It's it's really... uh, yeah it's it's a lot it's intense it's it's good though
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah. i watched it in a high school film class it took a really long time i would imagine so it was one I, of those i would <laughs>
0: imagine so yeah
1: because
0: i feel like in high school you watch like a it's
1: like 40 hour you class watch like a you know, 90 40...
0: minute movie and it still somehow takes like eight classes to get
1: through. yeah yeah
0: wow because it's like you because you the class is ostensibly an hour Mm -hmm. but it's not really right people are getting settled for a bit the teacher talks a little bit and then they start the movie and then it's like all right we got to wrap up because the time is coming to an end so you really only watch like 45 minutes at a time yeah instead of an hour
1: well my classes were never a full hour i mean it's just it was like a long like a block period Mm -hmm. it was an hour and a half Yeah. but normal classes were 45 minutes Mm -hmm. so
0: i'm making a mistake here
1: you are making a mistake it's gonna make a noise and we're gonna have to talk about it I got Jonathan slides, Adidas slides. <laughs> I can't be trusted. <laughs>
0: yeah, I like to pat around the house in slides. I find it quite nice. Mm-hmm. Cause I used to, I, I, cause I usually wear slippers, mm-hmm. but uh, my feet get so sweaty, yeah, that I can't wear s- slippers anymore. So I wear slides, and um, they're nice because you get some arch support when you're walking around on wood floors. It's mm-hmm. one thing they don't tell you. You know, all the people are like, "Get rid of your carpets." Fair enough. But that's what they don't tell you. <laughs> they don't tell you that your feet get sore walking around on wood floors mm-hmm. in a way that they don't on carpet. That's why I wear these slides. But I can't be trusted with them because I keep because I fiddle, I fit, I fidget with my feet. Mm-hmm. You do this too, but you do it in a less uh, obtrusive way. Mm-hmm. I kind of fidget with my feet, and then like I'll kick the shoes off, and they'll lay I don't know. I don't know how to bring it any closer to my mouth. I, okay. I do yeah you know. you're
1: just like pointing it below your mouth, so it's. I feel like it's you have not to come
0: over and hold it.
1: <sighs> no, okay, fine. Do what you want
0: um and i'll just kick it off that's good i'll just kick it off my feet and you know so but you do this thing you like you tap your toe a lot Mm. when you're like thinking about something when you're working you'll tap your toe Mm -hmm. sometimes i've seen you you'll tap your toe and you'll and you'll like you'll like tap your knee and tap your toe in rhythm and then you'll stop at the same time with both. Oh, uh huh. I've seen that happen. It's pretty funny to watch. Uh huh. You'd be like really focused on something and you'd be tapping.
1: Mm
0: hmm. Like that. Mm hmm. This is not very interesting.
1: No, that's, uh, you know, it's, <laughs> it, it's interesting to me. I don't really watch myself. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um, yeah, you, I'm. If, we we're, if, if we're talking, talking about, habits, huh? Are we going to call out each other's Yeah, if habits? we're doing this, um, I'm really glad that you moved to this new desk on this side because your desk that you sat at before, um, you had some wooden things that you played with a lot <laughs> with your feet. It was uh-huh. like, I think it was parts of the desk that yeah. weren't attached to the desk. Yeah. And um, you kicked them against the wall a lot. Mm. Um, and it really drove me crazy a lot <laughs> so i'm i'm i think this is a great solution the new desk
0: well it works for me it's much better it's much bigger mm-hmm. much more space i can stretch my feet out in a way that doesn't make as much noise
1: Hmm. yeah
0: but i didn't know you felt that man
1: well i didn't want to say anything while it was happening because i don't want to keep you from doing whatever you know fidget thing you need to do to live your life
0: that's this is that's not the that's not i don't think that's the approach because what's gonna happen is because i think you and i Mm -hmm. have a nice relationship Mm -hmm. i think we're gonna be together for a while okay and so what would happen is like in 10 years Uh we're gonna be having an argument about something Uh (laughs) and you're gonna be like and if you'd stop playing with the fucking piece of wood under your desk like i don't know who you're talking about
1: well, I just told you now.
0: You did, yeah. And I'm glad we got that out of the way.
1: I just didn't want to tell you while it was happening. I thought that we would finally get to go back to the office at some point, like a fool, Uh you know. And. Yeah.
0: Foolish. Yeah. Very foolish. Um, They call this the chonkla. Yeah. Sorry, go on. You thought we'd go back to the office.
1: Oh, and then I could, like, say at some point, oh, wow, it's great that we're not working at home anymore, right?
0: Mm hmm. <laughs> good (laughs) god good god
1: well no i mean other than that i think we do a good job of working at home together
0: yeah pretty much well what are some what let's hear some other criticisms (laughs) about how i work from home
1: no i don't i don't really have any other criticisms no No, i don't you don't have any i don't think think i woke up too
0: late Huh? You think I get out of bed too late?
1: I do, mostly because your New Year's resolution is to wake up earlier and then you proceeded to like wake up at 11 a.m.
0: Okay, the first like eight days of this year have been psychotic.
1: I know, that's true.
0: So... But, you know... I'm going to start using the Russian calendar.
1: Uh-huh, so when does the New Year start?
0: I'm going to do the Chinese New Year. When's the Chinese New Year?
1: I don't know, February.
0: February? Yeah. Great. That's when I'm starting
1: That just feels Then what's the point of it being a You know a new year's resolution If you're gonna just choose when it starts You know.
0: No 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 this that's actually That's the problem That's the problem with people and new year's resolutions That's true uh, Is that they think that they have to accomplish They have to go from 0 to 100 December 31st and then January 1st They start their new mm-hmm. Their new life Well I mean the one thing I'm doing that is just in January Is I'm doing the dry January thing Mm-hmm. I'm trying not to drink January.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So far, so good.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm doing it too, by extension, and also because of other circumstances. Mm-hmm. But yeah. you know.
0: Um, but I think that resolutions should be. They can be more like. More. they, they like if you make if you make a resolution, I'm going to go to the gym every day.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: You're not going to succeed. Yeah, you're going to fail every single time.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Right, you need to make your goals more broad, I think,
2: mm-hmm. so
0: that you can like work toward them incrementally, because no one can just change overnight. That's true. That's what I think. That's how I feel about resolutions, and that's why I like resolutions, because you, you it's a chance to think about like what 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 ways can I be a better person, or I can be the person that I want to be. Mm -hmm. instead of like this sort of self-flagellation that some people take when it comes to resolutions Mm -hmm. just like they they try something they don't succeed and they beat themselves up about it that kind of thing Mm -hmm. that's how i feel
1: yeah i've never really been a resolution person i've never really been a new year's person like it's just not my holiday
0: christmas is your holiday
1: christmas is my holiday Mm -hmm. um so yeah, New Year's just isn't really for me. New Year's resolutions aren't for me. Like if I want to do something, I'm gonna do it.
0: Yeah, but New Year's is New Year's is not exactly my favorite holiday. Most because it's so tied to this very specific moment, right? Which mm-hmm. is midnight. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so that means you have to be like awake Bowake. at midnight, <laughs> yeah, in order to <laughs> celebrate you can't really like every other holiday you can kind of celebrate it however and whenever you want like halloween is typically like an evening holiday let's say Mm -hmm. but that could be whenever you want it to be right Mm -hmm. or christmas christmas morning but you could wake up some people
1: do christmas eve
0: Some people do christmas eve but that could be whatever you want you know christmas eve is like whenever you want it to be really you do a christmas eve lunch if you wanted to Mm -hmm. and then a christmas eve opening presents i think that's wrong but whatever but it's but y- y- you could do whatever you want mm-hmm. with it. Halloween, celebrate whenever you want. Fourth uh, of July. Okay, Fourth of July, there's a specific. No, not even. Because you, th- you can go to the fireworks show, which start at a specific time. Or you can do like your own barbecue thing in the backyard.
1: I don't love Fourth of July. I'm what? not a fireworks person. So Fourth of July, New Year's, just don't really do a whole lot for me. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. I see. I see. So that's what I don't like about New Year's. That you have to be there at that specific time, and you have to do the thing when they tell you to do it. I don't know. I'm just not a big partier, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't like going to parties, necessarily. I mean, I miss it terribly now, of course. Mm-hmm. I'm dying to be at a party. But, but no, you
2: know? Mm-hmm.
0: Are you trying to come up with a terrible transition? No.
1: <laughs> you know what movie starts out with a party? It's Cutthroat City.
0: Kind of. Yeah, it starts married. with a
1: wedding party. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's true. It starts with a wedding party. All
1: right, well, you do better.
0: <laughs> yes, it starts with a wedding. You're right. Go on. We'll, we'll tell me more. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so... It establishes that, like, the main characters are Mm. these four friends.
0: Yes, four brothers. Yeah. Not really, but.
1: You know, spiritual brothers.
0: Yes, like that movie Four Brothers.
1: What movie Four Brothers?
0: The movie Four Brothers. Oh, I don't know it. With uh, Ben Affleck, probably.
1: (laughs) I don't know this movie.
0: It's a real movie. It's a real movie. It's like a crime movie with four dudes. Okay. It's kind of like this movie crime movie with four dudes yeah
1: so these guys are Blink, the who's the main character mm-hmm. um and then his three friends miracle andre and junior um and so they're all getting uh you know kind of pumped up because blink is about to get married to cat graham yes from the vampire diaries mm-hmm So that's fun. And um, if you're a Christmas movie person like me, you might know her from Operation Christmas Drop, Mm -hmm. which was a Netflix movie that came out in 2020 where um, she was sent to shut down a military base. But then she realized that they delivered presents to children in remote (sighs) islands and she decided to save them.
2: Uh, Yes, (laughs) beautiful.
1: Yeah. Um, So we love Cat Graham here. Uh, very exciting to see her in an Ethan Hawke film.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah, but like pretty immediately after their wedding, Katrina hits. Yes. And,
0: and things are rough.
1: Yeah, things are rough. Um, you know, their apartment seems to be okay, but most of their area is pretty damaged. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, it's. There's, like, no work, and they can't get financial support from FEMA.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: Um, and Blink, the main character, he's uh, an artist um, who's working on a graphic novel mm-hmm. called Cutthroat City. And um, he brings his work into this guy who looked really familiar. Did he look really familiar to
0: you? He kind of familiar, yeah.
1: Um. Oh, Joel David Moore is the actor's name. Joel
0: David Moore?
1: Mm-hmm. Muir? David Muir? No, Joel David Moore.
0: Moore, like M-O-R-E?
1: M-O-O-R-E.
0: Moore, like Michael Moore.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what am I... Oh, I know him from Bones. Hmm. That's why. You were watching that
0: recently. No, you were watching Numbers. I was watching Numbers
1: recently, but oh, Bones goodness. is around a similar time.
0: Yeah. it's. There's a sim- I feel like it's a similar vibe. Yeah. What's Bones about?
1: Bones is about... Um, Do they look at Bones? A forensic anthropologist. Yeah, they look at Bones to solve crimes.
0: Is it like one of those situations where it's like uh, someone who's like uh, an academic, but they get brought in to like solve crimes? Yeah. Wow, beautiful.
1: Yeah, she's a forensic anthropologist.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. That's what you
1: just said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so she teams up with an FBI agent named Seely Booth. Mm-hmm. Played by David Borneas from Angel. He's the titular angel. Anyway, that's besides the point. Um, so yeah, so he goes to submit his work to um, the guy from Bones, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, and he's rejected pretty harshly.
0: Yeah, derivative. Yeah. It's derivative.
1: Yeah, that guy's a dick. Um, yeah. And so then he goes home and he's going to like quit art, you know, and he's like pulling everything off the walls in his studio. Um, and, uh, he decides that, and then, then they go to try to get support from FEMA and they don't. And it's at that point that he decides that he's going to go, he and his friends are all going to go to Blink's now cousin cousin Cousin-in-law Because it's Cat Graham's cousin Played Mm by Mm T.I
0: Yes T.I Wow shocking
1: (laughs) And he's like the you know Kind of big uh, Gang guy in this area He's Cousin Bass is his name Mm -hmm. Yeah and
0: he He's in a lot of this movie
1: Yes he is Like
0: I saw T.I and I was like Oh this is a fun like little Cameo cameo That we're going to quickly move on from no. no. No, no, no. TI no, is a the, major major character in this. Much more so than Ethan Hawke.
1: Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, and we get a pretty like brutal introduction to TI. Because yeah. there's a so they have a raccoon fight going on in a cage that they're betting on this raccoon fight. Mhm. And the guy who loses.
3: Yeah. Um, he
1: doesn't have the money to pay so then ti makes him like feed his dick to a raccoon
0: yeah it's pretty fucked up
1: it's it, horrible
0: yeah yeah it's very unpleasant
1: i'm making a face right now like a ugh, face um yeah and then my next note there was so why are these sweet boys getting involved with this Cause yeah they, they're just a bunch uh, of nice boys i you would know? be out they, they're all, like, nerdy. They're all kind of nerdy, sweet boys, mm-hmm. right? This is how I, like, because he's, like, a graphic novelist. Yeah. The other guy that, wants
0: to be a jazz musician. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And, you know, I like, I understand why, like, they're all, you know, struggling in this post-Katrina New Orleans. And it's very hard. And they've been pushed to this extreme. But, like, yikes, dude. This guy is, like, the raccoon
0: yeah, I would be out immediately.
1: I, uh, no yeah. No thank you. No thank you.
0: None of that.
1: But they need the money, so they do a job for him. They hold up a casino. Yes. Cashier. Like the cashier at a casino. Yes, 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 yes. And they clearly have no idea what they're doing. And it's pretty uh tense.
0: I feel like robbing a casino feels like a terrible idea. Yeah. Because casinos like morning to night mm-hmm. are packed with people. Yeah. And th- th- casinos are big. So you you're always like weaving in and out, you know. It's mm-hmm. th- it's not very easy to get from one end of the casino yeah. to the other from like the cashier to the door yeah. without like say getting shot. Like I feel like robbing a bank is a much safer bet i feel like
1: yeah in some ways yeah
0: because you you can kind of go in and out
1: yeah i i kind of feel like there would be more security on a bank though because like they would then
0: at a casino
1: i mean i don't know it, it's they're handling like yeah, a lot more cash than banks. yeah that's are. true
0: i feel like a bank is a much safer option to rob
1: yeah I don't know.
0: Maybe you can get more money at a casino right away. I don't know.
1: Maybe, and it seemed like they were also got a lot of chips too that they would have to cash in. Yeah. So, which is it doesn't seem like a good idea because if someone just came in with like some chips and they were like, you know, didn't seem like they had been playing there or something, like it would just it would it would be suspicious.
0: Well, I think what you could do there is you could have like, uh. Like, it's if it's four of them, they can split it up, go back and forth, go to different cashiers in the casino, and cash it out over time.
1: Yeah. I think a- you
0: could get away with that pretty easily, actually.
1: Yeah. It's a long game, though, which T.I. is not interested in. He wants all that money right away. Yes, he wants cash. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so they do this, and they do manage to get an amount of cash and chips
2: yes um
1: but when they're on their way out there it seems like there are cops there that have come to stop them but later we find out that they're not actually cops
0: right they're
1: sent by t.i
0: or by
1: terrence howard
0: or by the other guy rob morgan cowboy cop
1: that's rob morgan who I think is a really great actor, and I was excited to see him in this movie, and I kind of feel like he was wasted. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like a lot of people were wasted in this movie, but we can get to that later. Mm-hmm. Um, but Rob Morgan is is a very cool actor. Mm-hmm. He was in um, Just Mercy, that movie with Michael B. Jordan that came out at
2: mm-hmm.
1: the end of 2019, I think. And he gave like a really devastating performance in that movie um i mean it's it's a hard movie to watch but he was really good in it mm-hmm. and he was in another movie last year called bull i think which i haven't watched but i've heard it's very good i think it's on hulu that's cool yeah anyway um what are we talking about oh yeah so the cops that aren't cops shoot at them a lot yeah, a lot, a lot. So at yeah. first they're shooting at them there, and they kind of seem to get away, but then they're chasing them. They shoot like lots of shooting while driving. Yeah, and so which
0: cops do a lot of extra legal shit, but that's like yeah, kind of beyond the New yeah.
1: England. And I was like, I mean, it's New Orleans. We really are just the cops <laughs> they have there. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, they weren't. They were not actually cops. Yeah. Not that the cops seem, you know, a lot better because later we see possibly we see cops shooting quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Was that real? I don't
0: know. Right, yeah.
1: We'll get to it. Um so yeah, so it seems like they've all gotten away fine, but then we discover that Andre is uh has been shot and killed. Yes. He's yes. the the trumpet player.
0: Yes. He was the one that was the least down for this whole thing. Yeah, he was the most nervous, clearly.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: And then they, so they, what happens is they have to use the money for his funeral.
1: Yeah, they have to pay off Isaiah Washington, who's the, uh, f- you know, funeral director. Yeah,
0: they have to pay him off
1: to make it look like it was a car accident.
0: Yeah. And um. And that m- leaves them short of what they're supposed to bring to Yeah. And he's doing the whole, like...
1: And I think it's kind of important to say that there wasn't a specific amount that he asked for. He just mm-hmm. said to, like, you know, hold up this casino and bring me what you get. But it was reported in the newspaper. The amount that they got yes. away with was reported yes. in the newspaper. Yes. And so he knew how much to ask them for. Yeah. And they couldn't deliver. Um, and so it's around this time that we see Ethan Hawke... He's drinking a Bloody Mary Uh out on the porch of his big New Orleans house.
0: Yeah. Real fancy looking place.
1: Yeah. And um, we find out he's a city council member and a former cop. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, You know, classic Ethan Hawke is a cop. (laughs) Um, I mean, he's not a cop anymore, but he's a cop. (laughs) I don't know. How many times have we seen Ethan Hawke as a cop now? Like five Quite a few Yeah Um Yeah so he Has a kind of brusque conversation Which I didn't feel was very well written For either of them With Isaac Gonzalez I think Isaac Gonzalez's character She's a detective yeah. uh, What's her name She has like a kind of like uh, Like rhyming name almost Oh no Lucinda Valencia Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um she, I think it's like the worst written character in this movie because she's yeah. a detective in, uh, I forget what squad, but whatever. She's a detective on the case in robbery, the robbery unit, whatever. And she, they would like tried to write lines for her that sounded like kind of, you know, edgy things a cop would say mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. and then put their sunglasses on and walk away. Yeah. But it didn't really work. Yeah, I agree. And I don't think it's her fault. I think it's just she was working with what she was given. Yeah. Um and I also didn't really understand like the motivations of any of the characters that we meet from this point on. I do not understand any of their motivations. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Um anyway, Ethan Hawk calls Isaac Gonzalez and is like you gotta get on this robbery, you know we need money and we need investors, and if we're having robberies in casinos, we're not going to have investors, and I'm a city council member, and yes. money is important,
0: yes, exactly.
1: um, that's basically it uh anyway, oh, one example of an Isaac Gonzalez line that I did write down because I thought it was like just hysterical. She said, "You want to keep on dancing, you better play me some music." <laughs> You know, it's a bunch of stuff like that.
0: Yeah, yeah. She keeps uh, tussling with the cowboy cop.
1: Yeah, Rob Morgan, who seems to play both sides of the law.
0: Yes, he has his own kind of gang going.
1: Yeah, it was confusing to me what exactly yeah, that his thing dynamic was, was. Yeah. Um, but he seems to kind of be like, you know. Like, how the Jedi, there's, like, a balance in in the universe, and it's, like, you know, not not too good and not too bad. You know, mm-hmm. he seems to be maintaining New Orleans, like, balance of, like, <laughs> criminals and cops. You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> I guess.
1: <laughs> that's what it seemed like to me. Like, he was, like, playing both sides in a way that would kind of keep things moving. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I guess that's true. Um... But, again, I don't understand anyone's motivations in this movie from this point on. Yeah. Including him.
0: It gets confusing.
1: Yeah. So, the guys, um, when they get into trouble with T.I., one of the guys, Junior, he has, like, a pit bull. Yes. And so, he calls the pit bull over to, like, help. Because they were all, like, guns everywhere, you know? It was a real tense situation, so he uses his, like, dog whistle and yep. the pit bull comes and like starts attacking the t i and his guys, and um then t i shoots the dog yeah it was it really was like, shocking to me in the same way that like when the kid when Ethan Hawk shot that horse, uh-huh, it's like that just happened, yeah, yeah.
0: um so the guy was mad,
1: yeah, so, but then the guys the get away, blank and junior and Miracle get away. And they go to Blink's dad's house, which is somewhere rural. Um,
0: yes, Wesley Snipes.
1: Wesley Snipes plays his dad. And so we know that he's, like, estranged from his father. His father mm-hmm. left him and his mother when he was pretty young. Um, so, but he takes them in. Like, not exactly knowing what kind of trouble they were in, but knowing they were in trouble. Yeah. So now Cat Graham is on her own out there. And, uh, you know, I think even though T.I. is her cousin. Yeah. She's definitely in danger from him. Yes. Uh, he confronts her. That's why Wesley
0: Snipe says, don't leave your queen out by herself.
1: Yes. Yes, he does say that. Queen's Gambit. Because they're playing chess.
0: Yes. Yeah. They're playing chess.
1: But also a it's lot of chess. a metaphor.
0: A lot of chess. just
1: just lately in the world
0: just a lot of chess lately yeah
1: Yeah, that's true i feel like there's a lot of chess lately
0: yeah well rizza is also like well known for Mm. being a chess enthusiast chess martial arts and rapping you know Mm -hmm. that's his whole thing the trifecta the trifecta yeah
1: yeah um cat graham has a really good line when ti confronts her in the store she says this was this was like also kind of like a silly over the top line, but I enjoyed it. She said, "We're knee deep in gasoline, and you're killing people over matches
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, like I feel like most lines that I wrote down from this movie, like you have to say with this kind of voice, you know, mhm, uh, yeah. Anyway, but then they start uh, holding up a bunch of other casinos. Yeah. They so go that, all in. Yeah. So that they can, you know, get the money back so that they can buy their way back into their neighborhood so they won't be killed by T.I.
2: Yeah.
1: So Cat Graham is like not staying at their house anymore, but Isaac Gonzalez goes over there because she's kind of figured out. I don't know how she. was a long train like she talked to a sex worker who kind who had overheard something at a club uh about andre dying and then she goes and she finds out who andre's mother is and then she finds out from her who his friends are and then she goes to blink's apartment Mm -hmm. at that time and she breaks in fully without a warrant yeah so bad um
0: yeah, she doesn't even do the pretend warrant like Denzel Washington is <laughs> training day. Yeah. Where he does the um like the takeout menu. Yeah.
1: Um and then she finds like a poker chip and some bloody clothes while she's in there. Yeah. Clues. Clues. Um and then we see Ethan Hawke walking a small dog and drinking out of a bottle that's in a paper bag. <laughs> and I really liked that visual. <laughs> it was yeah. it was fun to see him like that. And he's so when he gets home from walking his dog though, who else is on his front step but Cat Graham? And you're like, "What?
2: Yeah, how why does, she does she know, know him?
1: him?" And so I guess she was the hospice nurse for his dead wife before yeah. she died. Um and in this scene Ethan Hawke said a couple of lines that I thought were the most Ethan Hawke lines. And not because they're especially Ethan hawke but just because of the way he said them, I mm, think. Mm. He, maybe he gave like the most Ethan Hawke performance of the movie in this scene.
2: Sure.
1: Uh, he says, even the strength of God can't cure cancer.
2: Uh-huh, uh-huh.
1: And he also said, "Oh, okay, now this is the one. This is the one. That's the most Ethan Hawke on, I think." He's talking about when he met his wife. And he said, "I gave her a ticket for being pretty. I thought that's, it would charm her."
0: That's what I did too, yeah. Yeah.
1: Um and then I wrote down a uh, sympathetic face, very Ethan Hawke. <laughs> <laughs> so, Cat Graham has come to him to ask for help to try to get um Blink back uh in the neighborhood. So, yeah, and then Ethan Hawke just fully goes all in on helping yeah. her. I don't understand why he was established in the beginning of the movie as a city council member with a vested interest in getting investors and money into the city. Yes. So why is he doing this?
0: Yeah, i was also confused by the objective, too yes because she's first trying to solve the crime and then she kind of lets them off and then kind of is like protecting them and then is kind of
1: yeah it's like she confusing she's solving the crime and then she kind of i think she figures out that you know it was like these young guys in a bad situation yeah and she's i mean she's like essentially taking justice into her own hands saying oh we don't need to try these guys yeah you know and like Clearly, of course, I also feel they were in a bad situation, and that they were forced into that, you know. But it's still like not Quite. right. Yeah. Anyway. Uh. Yeah. Anyway. Oh. Okay. I had another Ethan Hawke line. So this this is the section where Ethan Hawke's really in this movie. Um. He uh he goes to see his dead wife's like gravestone Mm -hmm. and he's like talking to her and he's like uh he says i know please stop i know (laughs) which i thought was very fun yeah very like him yeah yeah i didn't feel like he was like used again similar to rob morgan i feel like he was kind of wasted in this movie Mm -hmm. it was fun to see him be like this kind of you know new orleans uh plaid shorts pink jacket guy yeah you know but it um didn't really do a whole lot for me beyond that just the surface level
0: yeah yeah and uh we got they go to visit hmm. Terrence Oh all right am I way ahead? yeah okay where where are you <laughs>
1: okay um so Isaac Gonzalez tries to look up TI on the computer and her access is denied. Yes,
0: yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes.
1: And so that's when she knows something suspicious is going on, uh, you know, that there are forces at work that are above her pay grade, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. And she gets into an altercation with Rob Morgan and she's like, I'm gonna make this right or figure this out or something like that. I don't know, again, her character is very confusing. Yeah. Um. Then Wesley Snipes finds out about the robbery money and he kicks them out of the house, the boys. Yes. Um, And then it's okay because they're going to go figure something out and Isaac Gonzalez calls Blink directly. Yeah. And this is where things, again, get even more confusing for her character. She calls him and they meet in a garage and she says at dusk, and they were clearly filming in the middle of the day, which I thought was very funny. <laughs> um, not a big deal, but it was funny to me. Mm-hmm. And um, it's some, like, whole... They went to Tulane together, and she, like, recognized his artwork. Yeah. Or was she just saying that because she found it in his house when she went in there without a warrant?
0: No, I think she was. Yeah, I thought it, yeah. she meant
1: it too, but it just doesn't make it. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And so she wants to like give him a break.
0: Yeah, but she's also kind of warning him.
1: Yeah. Sort of. It just it's very confusing. And how is he there and not concerned that he's going to be killed? But right, yeah, right. I don't. Know. A lot of confusing stuff going on. And then oh, and then this is when we get to Terrence Howard. Yes. After that scene, okay it's it's such a perfect shot of him yeah it's so good it's like a downward angle and they're he's, in a church yeah it, but his church is like his headquarters yeah 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 it's, it's not like a church it's for a, use it's, it's a like crime a, church yeah it's a crime church um you know there's like girls and ul- daredevil in, uh in like ultraviolet light doing cocaine wearing you know
0: topless topless doing c- wearing drug thongs, money. drugs yeah.
1: the whole you know the whole vibe the whole vibe but yeah, inside yeah. a church yeah yeah it's yeah. so good and terrence howard he's like kneeling at an altar and it's like a downward <laughs> angle shot and i feel of like him. he's wearing
0: like a white white something
1: he's wearing yeah he's wearing like i think like a light pink Button button up shirt, something like that, yeah. With like a big, like kind of a notice, not too big, but like a noticeable wooden cross around his neck, mm-hmm. and he's got like a, uh, you know, suspenders and also like a gun, like around the shoulders uh-huh, holster, uh-huh. and um, it's just it's so good, it's very fun, and um, so Ethan Hawke has come to meet him there, and. Um I think. No. Maybe this is the kids
0: meet him first, don't they?
1: Yes, 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 yes. I'm sorry, you're right. Okay, so he's there. Oh yeah. He had his guys take the boys from they were in like a strip club doing some gambling thing with cards that I didn't understand the rules of. It seemed like they were just throwing down cards and then dropping a lot of money on them. I don't know. Anyway, but then his, T, uh, Terrence Howard's guys take them from the club to Terrence Howard's church yes, place. Yes, yes, yes. And um, he sits them down, and I really loved what he had on the table. He had like a bottle of whiskey, a Bible, and some sugar Fina candy. Yeah. It was so good.
0: Yeah, his character was so ridiculous. I love yeah, that.
1: I feel like Terrence Howard's character was like the most exciting to me in this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because he's clearly like an eccentric gangster. Yes. Who has a lot of power. Yes. Um, but I also
0: didn't understand who he was. I didn't either. But he, I didn't know who he was, like yeah. why he was there and what his relationship to the other characters were. Totally. It was very confusing. I didn't understand at all yeah but he he's clearly some kind of power player in this area mm-hmm. that's all i know
1: yeah i mean i assumed he was like a you know higher up than ti yeah you know like ti reports to him
0: yeah something like that
1: um and so that's why he was able to like over override ti's hit on the guys he would be able to say like no that's not happening yeah um, and so, yeah, so he basically gets, he makes it so that they can come back to their home. Yeah. And he does this by shooting T.I. in the church in front of the altar.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Very abruptly and suddenly. I yeah. Like, Ooh.
1: Yeah. Ooh. Um, and also before that there i uh, we should mention because this is an ethan hawk podcast there's also a scene where terrence howard goes to ethan hawk's home yeah and so they're drinking whiskey together and ethan hawk says or uh-huh. Or brandy or brandy whatever <laughs> and ethan hawk says uh this is the church of my choice
0: yeah and he also said something that i took down which was uh we can see further through our tears than through a telescope. I don't know if he said that earlier or something, but mm. that was just something that he That's said. That's good. I like that. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: I don't remember what that was about. I think it yeah. might have been when he was talking to Cat to to Graham. To Cat Graham yeah. about,
1: yeah. Um, Yeah, so then the guys go home, and I really thought this was going to be the end of the movie. This should have been the end of the movie, right? Do you feel that way?
0: I guess I I I don't know.
1: I kind of thought like Isaac Gonzalez comes and she's like you have another chance blink, you know. And I was like, "All right, that's a good that's a good ending to this movie." He, you know. And it just wrapped it up and it was like an hour 30, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Okay, it's time." But um no, there's like a lot more to this movie. Yes. So uh it wasn't enough for them they're back and and they're still they're back where they started basically yeah with without money without like opportunity and without support so they decide to rob FEMA yeah and i think this makes sense because of you know the beginning of the movie when you see him get denied the yes, FEMA support, yes, yes. so it makes sense that they would rob. That it would that his plan would be to rob FEMA, and I thought that's what was going to happen at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, I was like, I, I thought that I, the casino thing shouldn't have happened. If I was like going to punch up this movie, take out the entire middle of the movie,
3: mm-hmm.
1: no casino thing. They just it's just about robbing FEMA. This Mm -hmm. should be the story is they, you know, they repeatedly go to FEMA and stake it out and they learn everything they can about the, you know, the people that work there or whatever. And then they figure out how to rob FEMA and they do it. That should be the movie. It like I think that it was like the casino thing was a distraction. From what the story should have been Because right. it should have been about how the government Was not supporting them And yeah And he, they
0: kind of talk about like the government a little bit Yeah Like they kind of they're trying to like make some points You know about
1: Yeah and I think they should have they made don't the really,
0: point They don't really like stick with it that much Yeah Or like with the casinos too like they're like
1: Yeah like these people come in Yeah 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 You know and, and we get nothing You know So, and they're all valid points, and they're good points to make, and I think it would have been a more interesting movie if it had focused more on that.
0: Yeah. If we didn't have Ethan Hawke. Yeah. T.I. Okay, T.I. Fine. We can keep T.I. Yeah. Terrence. Terrence Howard was fun, but... Like, a lot of the stuff that happens doesn't really... Yeah. My, My theory is that they cast the movie before they wrote the script
1: <laughs> it's i mean because yeah
0: they're like oh my god we have all these amazing great actors here we have to like come up with parts for them mm-hmm. and they come up with all these parts that like don't really relate to each other mm-hmm. in a very clear way
1: yeah it felt like fully grasping at straws to make cat graham the hospice nurse of ethan Hawke's wife yeah you know what i mean that felt like oh we just need to do something to connect it to tie it together yeah you know and Like, I guess Ethan Hawke and Rob Morgan were cops together back in the day. And that's what their connection is. But again, it felt pretty tenuous. Yeah. And him and Terrence Howard also felt pretty, you know, everything felt like just like why, you know, like I get like the idea is that they're supposed to be, you know, criminals and cops entangled together in this, you know, way that they control. Uh, In this cutthroat city, yeah, where they're like, you know, controlling how everything works, right? But it just didn't work for me. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. Um, But anyway, they go to rob FEMA and they all die. Yes. Yeah. Or. Or was that the graphic novel Cutthroat City? Is Who that knows? yeah. No idea. Because we see there's like th- four endings to this movie. Yes. So, like so the first ending is like they get a new start at life. Mm-hmm. Right. The second ending is they rob FEMA and they all get shot by the cops. Yeah. The third ending after that, um is Blink is having a book signing for his graph or something. Some yeah. kind of event. For like his- an
0: art opening. Yeah. Some kind of garage event. Garage. <laughs> yeah. Wall painting situation. Yeah.
1: Where they use that same garage that they used earlier. <laughs> um, and Isaac Gonzalez comes to his book signing or event thing. And they have like an interaction. Yes. Then... There's a mid-credits scene. Yeah. I w- I thought it was over, and I was like, "Oh, that was weird." But there's a mid-credits scene with Ethan Hawke and Rob Morgan, where they are in the cemetery, and then Ethan Hawke shoots Rob Morgan and gives the money to Miracle. Yeah. To do something. He to makes
0: him like the, the his like his deputy sort of. Sure. Because he's like kind of he's decided to take on. So there's the cops. Mm-hmm. And then there's, there's like the real kind of gang that controls the area, mm-hmm. and they're sort of like acting like the cops as well. Mm-hmm. And so he kills Rob Morgan and decides you are no longer in charge of this precinct, basically. Mm-hmm. And he makes this other guy, so he's kind of it's like a kind of vigilante cop situation. Mm, okay. And he's trying to get him to like, be the. The sort of cop without a badge for this area.
1: Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. What I thought was weird, sort of a
0: wild west situation.
1: Uh huh. What I thought was really weird was that there wasn't another ending with Junior, who was the third guy that was mm. in the female that was robbing. Right, Greenland. right, 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 right. Um, it would have, if you're gonna do these two endings, you should have another one with the third with the third guy. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Again I feel like I've said that about a lot of things That happened here But like it's just not complete Yeah Without that to me Like if they didn't actually rob FEMA And die If that didn't actually happen And they're all alive Then what's happening with the other guy Yeah, You know It's true Anyway Um I don't know I don't know what happened
0: <laughs> Yeah it's a very confusing movie
1: It is a confusing movie There's a
0: lot of interesting ideas here Totally the There's just so many interesting ideas And, and they don't all get flushed out
1: Yeah and you can't possibly Which is why they should have narrowed down On like yeah. one or two ideas Yeah Um yeah i mean i think there's a way to still have ti involved in the robbery but the robbery is of fema you know like i don't think that you needed the casinos
0: i don't think i think the casinos is fine i think they just didn't need um because to me i get the point like robbing fema is an escalation and so you want to have the escalation like that's what creates the drama Mm -hmm. right but I think the problem is really that they just had too many other characters mm-hmm. whose motivations didn't totally make sense. I think that's the ultimate problem. Yeah. If I mean, they had made it this, like the robbery story that it was kind of supposed to be mm-hmm. and focused it on that. And then maybe if they had a character that was, I don't know, someone who represented the government. Or mm-hmm. something
1: Yeah so that like The FEMA was more tied into the story Yeah
0: exactly exactly I think that could have worked
1: mm-hmm. Yeah
0: Yeah but I don't know That's I don't what know. I think
1: um, Yeah I just yeah I feel like I I agree that there are good ideas there And I wish that they had been Executed better, yeah. I did, I did kind of have a lot of fun watching Terrence Howard and Ethan Hawke act together. They didn't uh-huh. have a lot to do together, yeah. but th- they just, I feel like they were really on the same wavelength on screen, yeah. yeah, which is fun.
0: And I mean, they were really the most like ancillary characters, you know, they yeah, were, they were, they didn't really need to be there. Yeah, but they were still the most fun to watch.
1: Mhm. Yeah, I was I was I was glad they were there even though it was like yeah, unnecessary.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, let me pull up. I have a review from the New York Times.
0: Mm. Minerva Dargus?
1: <laughs> Manola Dargus? Oh, okay. You mean? Excuse me. No, it's not Manola Dargus. It's someone else on this one. Um Glenn Kenny.
0: Okay, Glenn. What do you have to say? Mm, Just a
1: minute. (laughs) Well, in the end, he says, while not pursuing the cinematic pyrotechnics of the films and filmmakers mentioned in the opening scene, uh, Rizza tells this story from a screenplay by Paul Cusheri with deliberation and imaginative daring. With Cutthroat City, his third feature, he comes into his own as a director.
2: Hmm.
0: Interesting. Okay.
1: Not really a lot of talk about Ethan Hawke because, you know, he's not really like a major character in this movie. Yeah. Um, He's mentioned, though, uh, says commanding as he is, Bass is a low level player as the friends discover that they that wields power and corruption in this town and by extension, this country is multi-tiered and embodied in the movie by Ethan Hawke and Terrence Howard and other expert performers. So actually a pretty positive review of this movie. Mm -hmm. I will say I think has a pretty low average rating on Letterboxd. Mm hmm. Um. Let's see here. Yeah, has so an average rating of two point seven.
2: Mhm.
1: On Letterboxd
0: Yeah, it seems like critics were more generous.
1: Yeah. Um. One thing. Uh. There's one review here on Letterboxd by Cinema Void. Flag skull emoji. <laughs> <laughs> um. It says uh, two stars. Where's the accent? Where's the slang? Another film set in New Orleans where no one actually sounds like they're from New Orleans, which I think is interesting. hmm I've never been, so I don't know how heavily accented people are there really. But
0: I don't know. It's pretty much Balton, I think. I feel like a lot of times when you're in a city mm-hmm. You get less of the accent than when you're in the outer parts, you know? True. Like I feel like if you went out to Baton Rouge or something, mm-hmm. maybe you'd get more of the Orleans sound. Mm-hmm. But I don't know.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: I've only been there once. And it was, you know couple days so
1: mm-hmm. can't say i really know yeah um so yeah i don't know uh pretty pretty nice review from glenn kenny of the new york times Mm-hmm. um kind of a below average response from most viewers though mm-hmm. what did you think
0: yeah, like I said, I thought I had some interesting ideas that just didn't fully leave the
1: station. station. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Same. I do, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, do you have something you'd like to share? Sure. It's time for a hawk fact. Do you like to make a hawk noise as well? Oh man.
0: <sighs> <laughs> He's a baby hawk Okay No one's done that before It's a different name. That's angle.
2: true
1: Yeah
0: By the way Four Brothers uh-huh. Directed by John Singleton
1: Oh okay released in Oh I've seen this movie You
0: have Okay <laughs> I was <laughs> wrong about who who's in it I don't remember who I said
1: Is so uh, Oh Wahlberg is in it But not yes. Mark Right Mark Wahlberg Oh is Mark, Mark Wahlberg's in it Is the other Wahlberg Is Donnie in it No oh, Okay
0: I said um, Who did I say You said Ben Affleck Ben Affleck Yeah Yeah
1: yeah, I've fully seen this movie on TNT.
0: Yeah, exactly. Mark Wahlberg, Tyrese Gibson, Andre Benjamin. Huh. Rap connection there. And Garrett Hedlund. Okay. Are the Four Brothers in Four Brothers. Interesting. And it's set in Detroit. I feel like there's a similar energy there. Yeah. Okay, that's not my hawk fact, though. My hawk fact mm-hmm. is I was thinking about raccoons, oh jeez, <laughs> and uh I was thinking about hawks <laughs> okay, and I know what you're thinking probably you're thinking. A raccoon, I'm oh, sorry, a hawk swooping and eating a raccoon. Mm-hmm. But that is not, in fact, <gasps> the order of operations here. Mm-mm. The interesting thing is that it's the other way.
1: A s- raccoon is going to swoop and eat a hawk?
0: Uh, kind of. So, uh, ferruginous hawks... North America's largest hawk has suffered some population decline. And they were trying to figure out why. Mm -hmm. And so they put up cameras. And what they found was that raccoons would climb up and they would steal some of the baby hawks and eat them. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. So the raccoons are actually preying on the hawks but Hawks don't prey on raccoons mm. for a number of reasons
1: mm-hmm.
0: number one if you look at a raccoon they're huge yeah raccoons are like the size of like a big guys a, a medium sized dog they're mm-hmm. big yeah Hawks are very small birds mm. they're, they're not very big they're just very fierce predators but they're not very big birds mm-hmm. so they they're not really uh, they couldn't
1: like you know, grab a raccoon by the neck and pick it up.
0: Yeah, it would be difficult. Mm-hmm. The other thing is that haw- uh, hawks are strictly diurnal; they hunt mm. exclusively during the and day. Raccoons and raccoons are, are, are very nocturnal. nocturnal. Uh-huh. So hawks are looking for things that they can find in the daytime, and raccoons are not on the list. Mm-hmm. But raccoons will find uh, a hawk nest at night while the hawk is sleeping and snatch up some some baby hawks sometimes
1: do you think there's any um overlap in crepuscular behavior (laughs) between the diurnal hawks and the nocturnal raccoons
0: (laughs) it's possible it's possible (laughs) i'm sure there are hawks that have killed and eaten raccoons plenty of times Mm -hmm. but it's not their primary yeah of course yeah um but the great horned owl Mm. is a predator of uh raccoons of raccoons yeah really yes fascinating great horde owls are apparently big mm-hmm. and real tough mm-hmm. and like raccoons are nocturnal mm-hmm. so they can hunt raccoons because they're also out at the same time wow so great hordals not to be messed with yeah. if you're a raccoon Raccoons will regularly mess with, and great horned great horned owls will also sometimes prey on hawk nestlings. Mm-hmm. But grown-up hawks don't usually. Most birds aren't going to attack a grown-up hawk. Mm-hmm. They don't really have any natural predators. Mm-hmm. But if they were to get into a tussle with like a great horned great horned owl,
1: probably lose.
0: Probably they could lose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or an eagle, more likely an eagle, right? Great mm-hmm. horned owl is nocturnal.
1: Yeah, 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 Hawk is diurnal,
0: yeah. so they're not really gonna. But an eagle, they would lose. But eagles aren't really typically hunting hawks necessarily, mm-hmm. so.
1: Yeah. Would they, have, would they have like a territory fight or something, though? Yeah, Maybe? it could be, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. To wow. the best my,
0: that's to the best of my understanding. So it's really Cutthroat Sky.
1: It's what? Oh, Cutthroat Sky. I'm sorry. CBC.ca
0: <laughs> and, <laughs> uh-huh. and CritterCleanout.com and AuroraGov.org. Ah.
1: Well, thank you for sharing that hawk fact, Jonathan. Sure. Yeah. It's very interesting. I thought so too. Do we have anything else we need to say?
0: No, I like Rizzo He's cool.
1: Yeah. He was featured on that James Blake song. Yeah. That one time.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sex shapes the body. Something (laughs) shapes the mind Mm -hmm. or something.
1: Something like that. Yeah. There's a limit to your love. It's not actually a James Blake song.
0: I know. It's Feist, right?
1: Mm Mhm.
0: Feist.
1: That was so like uh BBC Radio One.
0: BBC Radio One Feist yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. And it's like Feist doing a cover of Miley Cyrus. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Oh man. I love BBC Radio One.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: hmm What's your favorite um cover like that?
0: I think the one that I would watch the most was the. Oh no, it's the. Uh, Is it like
1: a version? You like the like a version things, right? Those Australian. I like
0: them both. Oh okay. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, I would listen the BBC Radio one. I would listen to. I liked was um the Arctic Monkeys doing, I've got my eyes on you.
1: Yeah that's good I forgot about that
0: Yeah I would listen to that one a lot And then I would also listen to the Kings of Leon cover Of Dancing on My Own Yeah That's the one they do right Dancing on My Own Mm -hmm. Yeah Dancing on My Own And that one is good
1: Yeah I like I respect the way that they I respect the way that they don't change the, um, The Pronouns
0: yeah, and they also, but they also like really make the song their own. Too, yeah, yeah, which is cool.
1: I'm in the corner, watching you kiss her. Oh, I'm right over here. All right, we're gonna get sued <laughs> if we do more. By Robin. Yeah. That would suck. That would suck.
0: But well, then I get her autograph.
1: <laughs> yeah On a cease and desist Yeah exactly <laughs> Well I've been Harper You can find me Can you let me finish Before you make more noise I didn't make any noise at all <laughs> Uh, What is it Oh yeah my name is Harper <laughs> You can find me on the internet At harpingabout on Twitter Instagram letterboxed Mm-hmm. And um, something I've been enjoying outside of Ethan Hawke is the Peanuts. Mm -hmm. If you follow me on Letterboxd, you might notice that I've been watching quite a few Peanuts movies lately. Peanuts. Um, I recently watched It's Your First Kiss, Charlie Brown. It's Arbor Day, Charlie Brown. Race for Your Life, Charlie Brown. And Happy New Year, Charlie Brown. I think those are the ones I've watched most recently. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just a great time. Can't recommend enough. A lot of the more like obscure ones, you know. So like the main holiday ones, Apple has stolen them, put them away in the vault, so we can't access them. But the the other Same ones bitches. are largely available on Daily Motion. Mm-hmm. So you could just Google them and find them. Nice. Which is how I watched a couple Um, Yeah it's just so much fun I love the Peanuts they're so sad They're so messed up Mm -hmm. Uh, And I love it a lot Of all the Charlie Browns In the world You're the Charlie Browniest Did I say that wrong? I don't know what I'm saying anymore No it sounds right. Okay. So yeah go watch Some Peanuts movies Mm -hmm. jonathan uh where are you on the internet and what do you like that's not ethan (laughs) hawk
0: i'm jonathan i'm on the internet and a thing i've been enjoying (laughs) is what have i been enjoying uh twin peaks i don't know if I i talked about this already on the podcast
1: I'm sure you have at some point, because you've been watching it for a while, but you can talk yes. about the, the new season. You've been watching Yes, the I don't new think season. I
0: mentioned that. I started watching the, news, the new season 2017. I yeah. <laughs> it was, the Return. Mm hmm. And uh, I think it's pretty good. It's weird, mm-hmm. but it's Twin Peaks weird. Mm hmm. It's what you'd expect. It's what I expected. Well, no. Yeah. yeah. Picks up where it left off. Mm hmm. See you, see you in 25 years Dale Cooper They have this thing where they kind of talk in. What it sounds like to me Is they. It's like they s- said the words backwards mm-hmm. And then played it forward mm-hmm. So it sounds really weird mm. That's what it sounds like mm-hmm. So they sound like See you in 25 years Dale Cooper
1: It kind of sounds a little Minnesotan To me
0: Oh okay Well anyway. But that's what happens. So you in twenty five years Dale Cooper, and then twenty-five years later, lo and behold, the return.
1: Indeed. David Lynch. David Lynch, man. Good night. (laughs)